Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'onet Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, episode 31. The following is the recitation of Psalm 26, aka Perik or Mizmor Chaf Vav. After the recitation, please stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 26 Le David Shaftini Adonai Ki ani bitumi halachti Ubadonai batachti Lo emad Bechaneni Adonai Venaseni tsarfa Kiliotai vilibi Ki chastecha Leneged enai Vihit halachti Amitacha Lo Yashavti Im Meteshav Vim Namalim Lo Avo Saneti Kehal Mereim Vim Rishaim Lo Eshev Erchatz Benikayon Kapai Vasoveva Et Mizbachacha Adonai Lashmia Bakol Toda Ulisaper Kol Niflaotacha Adonai Ahafti Meon Betacha Umekom Mishkan Kivodacha Al Teesof Im Chataim Nafshi Vim Anshei Damim Chayai Asher Bidehem Zima Viminam Mala Shochad Vani Betumi Elech Pedeni Vechaneni Ragli amda vemishor bemakhelim avarech adonai. Psalm 26 has phrases that are used in different parts of our daily prayers as opposed to the psalm as a whole. In terms of timeline, David may have been saying this mizmor at a time when he was being chased after by Shaul and possibly before any meeting with Bathsheba. The first Pasuk is most striking for me, but it appears there are two main schools of thought to help me understand it more. David asks Hashem, Shafteni Hashem, ki ani betumi halachti, uba Hashem batachti lo emad, which art school translates as, judge me Hashem, for I have walked in perfect innocence, and in Hashem I have trusted, I shall not waver. The Midrash Sochar Tov points out that David is asking for a divine test. That sounds pretty gutsy to me. Some would even say arrogant. To tempt God to give you a test because you are so sure that you are perfect enough to overcome it. In fact, the Gemara Sanhedrin 107a cautions against the approach to ask God to test you because of the danger that man may not succeed, just as David perhaps did not necessarily pass the test with Bathsheba. So are we seeing arrogance from David here? It seems uncharacteristic to me. I think the other school of thought in this psalm helps to clarify. 
When we look at the source in Parshat Shoftim, which talks about how to act with Hashem, it says, Tamim Tihiyah, which is similar words that David used in this psalm and helps us understand what David meant when he said that he had perfect innocence. The Rambam there explains that it means that you are complete in what you do. Everything you do is wholehearted, aimed at doing the right thing in the right way. The translation of Safaria's version for the same Pasuk Aleph translates as, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked without blame. Where David is not asking Hashem for future tests on him, but rather he is in a predicament currently, perhaps being chased, etc., and is asking Hashem to clear him of suspicion or blame so that he can be deemed undeserving of the difficult situation he is in and get through his current troubles. In other words, here David HaMelech is saying that he has and will always do his best with what he is given because, first of all, he trusts that the situation he is in is from Hashem, and second, he describes throughout the rest of the psalm how he hates and uses that strong word, soneh, in Pasuk 5, the company of evildoers, and re-emphasizes at the end in Pasuk 12, ragli amdab amishor, my foot is set on a straight path, appealing to Hashem that if he would get out of this current situation, then he would continue in the right path. Now, whether you are of the first school of thought that David is asking to be tested in the future, or the second school of thought that this is his way of pleading for mercy in his current plight, there is something noteworthy about the psalm itself. When you are the one reciting this psalm, you are reciting a very passionately active mizmor with words like love or hate or walking or washing, etc. No one is sitting. It is a doing mizmor and one that is committing to keep doing. The author, despite the fact that he claims to have perfect innocence, is showing that he is not arrogant to think that he can stop there. So combining the understanding of both schools of thought, it's not arrogance that we are seeing. It's a humble self-confidence that David knows who he is and is able to do the right thing. And not only that, but he will continue to aim to grow and do and actively and passionately pursue the right thing and pursue trusting in Hashem. Later in Psalm 143.2, David says, do, do not bring your servant to judgment, for no one living can emerge from before you all righteous. David, in that later Pasuk, is showing that he understands that no one is perfect, and no one can be completely righteous. But rather, it is about trying to do what is right, and aim to grow and progress in everything we do. Ultimately, in Kings 1, 9-4, Hashem is talking to David's son Shlomo HaMelech and describes how David walked before him betam levav ubiyosher, wholeheartedly and with uprightness, showing that Hashem did indeed judge David as he described himself in this was more. So just like Hashem is able to judge David favorably for aiming to do the right thing despite his stumbles and setbacks, we learn to recognize and judge others favorably when we see they are trying to grow and do what is right. Sometimes we fall, sometimes others fall, sometimes it seems our right thing was for nothing. However, this time before Tisha B'Av reminds us of the power of Ahavat Chinam, love for no reason. Using that sentiment, we can judge ourselves and others favorably and recognize that despite where we have fallen off and stumbled, or whatever dead ends we have reached, Hashem looks favorably at those who are simply aiming to, for all you Frozen fans, 
do the next right thing. to do the next right thing and for the right reasons and have the peace of mind that whether or not we were successful in completing our task, we are always growing and progressing towards that, which is good, even if it meant taking some hard hits along that path. The learning and recitation for this episode is Le'ulei Nishmat Moshe Avram ben Yitzchak Eliyahu Halevi. May the family and community find comfort and may his neshama have an aliyah. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nurseNisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Okay.